Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. Acts, uh, excuse me, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. We're going to read four verses of Scripture here, and let's uh, continue to seek what the Lord has for us today. The Bible says, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And so I want to preach on tonight, do not stay in Haran. Do not stay in Haran. Because God has a promise land for all of us today. God has a promise for you in your life. God has a promise for this church. God has a promise for his apostolic church around the world. We're not going to stay here. We're going in Jesus' name. We're going to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And we can all be a part of that. God bless you. Thank you so much for standing. You may be seated. Men and women in the Bible are famous for many different things. Of course, we know that Moses was the lawgiver. He had the Ten Commandments. Joshua was a great general. David was a great king. Elijah was a great prophet. But Abram was known for his faithfulness, for his faith. He was known as a man of faith, and he was known as a friend of God. We can be friends of God, church. We can be men and women of faith in Jesus' name. Genesis, even though it's a book with not at the beginning of the Bible, it covers 2,000 years, but over one-third of it is about this man named Abram. Abraham, as his name was changed to. He was called a friend of God. In fact, in the New Testament, it talks about him as well. And James chapter 2, verse 23, the Bible says, The scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Do you want to be a friend of God? I want to know God for myself. I don't want to just know about God. I don't want to just hear about Him, but I want to know God for myself. It becomes a personal relationship when you know who He is. You know His name, the name of Jesus. We were uh, one time a while ago when my parents were missionaries, or still missionaries, but when I was with them on a trip one time, we went up into the mountains and passed the mountains to a family that we were going to visit. And it was our first time to visit them, so we just wanted to get to know them, to, to introduce ourselves. And as we were there, uh, we started talking to them, and they had heard about Jesus' name, baptism, about the oneness of God. And so my dad was talking to them, and after a while they said, you know, go ahead and share something from the Bible. And so my dad, this was before iPads and tablets, so he had a little notebook of all his Bible studies and messages, and he was flipped to the first Bible study, and he was just teaching. And about 30 minutes later, you know, he was, we didn't want to wear out our welcome, so he kind of closed it, you know, thank you for having us. And well, they said, oh, 
you're, you're finished? And he said, tell us some more. Somebody said, okay, you know, so he flipped to the next one. We love that as Bible study. Uh, if you give a Bible study, you love when someone's so hungry for the word of God. And so my dad, you know, taught again, and they said, tell us some more. So he flipped over. We were there about three or four hours on this Bible study. And they were so hungry for the word of God, so hungry to know who Jesus is. And they said, keep telling us. And my dad said, well, if you have some questions, you know, maybe if you have some questions, we can talk about it. And so they said, yes. When can we be baptized? And my dad said, well, we can be ba- you can be baptized right now. We, we just got to find a place. And it turns out behind the house that we were having the Bible study, there was a, a pasture, of, of a, a field pasture. And so we walked across, and there was a river, about 10 minutes walk, and we baptized for that day in the name of Jesus because someone was hungry for God. That's, that's someone that wants to know who Jesus is, that wants to know who he really is. I want to know his name. I want to have him, like the brother mentioned, I want to have the Holy Ghost living inside of me. I don't want to just hear about it at church over there or church over there or about that. I want the Holy Ghost inside of my life. Oh, I want to know him. I want to know what the Lord thinks. I want to know what he's speaking to us today. Oh, and Abraham was a friend of God, and we can be friends of God today. But what turns out was his father, Abraham's father, was a man man named Terah, and he did not follow completely the word of God, because God had actually told Abraham's father to go into the land of Canaan as well. But what did Abraham's father did in Genesis chapter 11, verse 31, we read about it. And the Bible says, And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah his daughter-in-law, his son's Abraham's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan, and they came unto Haran and dwelt there. It was their plan to get to Canaan, to get to the promised land. But they stopped on the way and they felt comfortable just where they were. And the Bible says, in the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Herod. He died on the way to where God wanted him to go. He died on the way as a pit stop, as you can say. As you know, you know, we travel a lot in the States, and we want to get somewhere. Well, with kids, it takes a little bit longer to get somewhere. We have a lot of pit stops. We have a lot of stops, gas stations, restaurants, wherever we can stop, on this side of the road, wherever we can stop. But if we don't keep going, we'll never get there. If we don't get back in the car, if we don't turn on the car again and get back on the road, we'll never get to our destination. And that's the same with your walk with God. Sometimes you just have to stop a little bit, but get back on the road and keep going forward in Jesus' name. Don't stay in Herod. Don't stay at the pit stop. And that's what Herod meant. Herod meant actually a place that was barren, parched. There was nothing there. And Terah's name means delay. His name meant delay. He was just delaying what God had done, what God was wanting to do. Sometimes we delay in a dry place where God doesn't want us to be. And God wants us to get back on the road and keep going forward in Jesus' name. When we delay in drawing close to God, we also experience that barrenness in our lives because we are not drawing close to Him. 
Psalms chapter 1, verse 1, it says, as you know very well the scripture, I love it. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. What is it talking about right there? Talking about a man that's walking and he starts hearing the voices and starts stopping and he starts standing. But before you know it, when you stand a while, you want to sit somewhere. And that's what a man that walks after the ungodly way will sit there and just stay in Haran in a place of dryness, of barrenness. In fact, Joshua chapter 24, verse 2, Joshua, a man that God had used greatly, the Bible says, after many years, after Abraham, Joshua said unto all the people, in Joshua 24, verse 2, he said unto all the people, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Nahor, and they served other gods. Terah started serving other gods. In verse 15, as we know this verse very well, Joshua 24, 15, it says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served on the other side of the flood or the god of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm going to serve the Lord. Terah served other gods. Maybe our family has served other gods. Maybe our nation is starting to serve other gods. But as for me and my house, as for my life, I will serve the one true and living God. I will serve the Lord. It doesn't matter our traditions. And we fight a lot of traditions in Romania, as I'm sure that we all fight traditions in our lives. We fight uh, uh, just people going about the motions, doing things like they've always done it. Maybe you've always heard the people say, well, my father was so-and-so, my grandmother was so-and-so, so I'll be so-and-so. And that's sometimes how people are. But I can tell you right now, unless we have the spirit of Abraham that said, God, I want to follow where you want me to go. There is a promise. There is a promise. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, verse 39, as you know very well, but focusing on the promise, the Bible says that Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And God is calling here today. God is calling your name here today. God is calling you, brother. God is calling you, sister. He is calling your name. And the promised land is for you. We don't have to live like everyone else has lived. We don't have to live in depression. We can live what God has for us. But we have to have faith. We have to believe. In fact, in the Word of God talks about Abraham in Acts. In Acts chapter 7, verse 1. This is a very uh, amazing how they talk about their father, Abraham. Acts chapter 7, verse 1, the Bible says, Then said the high priest, Are these things so? And he said, Men, brethren, and fathers, hearken. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Charon, and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and into the land which I will show you. Then he came out of the land and dwelt there. 
When his father was dead, he removed him into his land wherein he now dwell. And he gave him none inheritance in it, no, not so much as to set his foot on. Yet he promised that he would give it to him for an inheritance, for a possession, and to his seed after him, when as he yet had no child. God has a promise for us. Maybe we don't see it. Many times as missionaries, you know, we share the good stories. <laughs> we share the victories. But there are some hard times and there has been some closed doors. and There has been some sad stories too. But I can promise you the promise is still for us today. The promise is still for you in your life. Maybe you don't see exactly where God is positioning you. You've been walking faithfully, and sometimes it feels like a dry land. Don't stop there. Just keep walking in Jesus' name. Keep believing in Jesus' name. Have you ever been, have you been praying for a family member, and you've been praying, and they're still not in church? Keep on praying. Are you seeking the Holy Ghost? Keep on seeking the Holy Ghost. Are you believing God for a miracle? Keep on believing for a miracle. Don't just stop there. Keep on going. Keep on believing. Keep on believing what God has in your life, church. Oh, we're not here for yesterday or today. We're here for tomorrow in the name of Jesus. Oh, God is doing great things. Oh, like Florine, the young man I told you about earlier, he said, I am going to be baptized Sometimes it just takes us making that step of faith in Jesus' name. Sometimes it just says, oh God, I'm going to go to the altar this Sunday. Oh God, I'm going to believe that you have that promise. God, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to pray tomorrow because I know that you have a job for me to do. That's what faith is. That is what is called going to the promised land is. Last month, or excuse me, last year, uh, summer, we had our Romanian... We had in Romania our Europe Youth Congress. So as you all have North American Youth Congress here in America, we have our Europe Youth Congress. And I was over uh, coordinating it all. And uh, so we had a great Youth Congress. And I want to share some testimonies of what God did in that Youth Congress. God did some amazing things. One of them was a lady had come to Youth Congress and she had a lot of pain in her knees. And she loves to worship God and jump and worship the Lord. But she could not worship God like she wanted to. And so she said, she just prayed to the Lord silently. Oh God, you know, if you heal me now, I will worship and jump and praise you and, and give you the praise. And so not too long after that, a lady came came up to her that didn't speak any English, came up to her and said, and put her hands on her knees and said, in the name of Jesus, I pray your knees will be healed right now in Jesus' name. And immediately God healed that lady's knees. She started worshiping. She started jumping. She started praising God because God did a miracle in that lady's life. Oh, she didn't just say, I'm just going to sit home and I'll just wait for something else. No, she came to church anyway and said, God, I, I believe for my miracle, oh God. I'm going to take a step of faith. I'm going to keep on going and believing. After Youth Congress, we had a group of young people fly back to Latvia and they had a layover in Poland and they were going in the city and they took a taxi and as they were going in the taxi they talked to their taxi driver about the Lord about how they he can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost on that day in the taxi that taxi driver received the gift of the Holy Ghost that's what I'm talking about church we're going somewhere we believe God can do a miraculous things in our lives 
I'm not just going to stay where I'm at. I'm not just going to stay in a, a dry and barren land. I'm not just going to stay in a land where I can't feel God. No, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. Don't stay in Haran. Because in Haran, there's nothing but dryness. There's nothing but barrenness. But when God sends the rain, and we need rain, right? We need rain. We were just coming from Texas, and the roads were closed off because of fires. And I know that our community are su is suffering a lot right now. But I can promise you, keep on believing, keep on praying, keep on trusting God. And God is going to take care of his people. God is going to send the rain. God is going to comfort the people. You don't have to go back or stay in Herod. Just keep on believing God for the miraculous in the name of Jesus. I want to be someone that goes. I don't want to be someone that just stays. That's what missions is all about, church. It's going, giving to someone to go, praying that someone goes, interceding, going yourself. That's what missions is all about. And that's what we want to do in Romania. We want to go to every village of Romania, every community. And as I mentioned in Bucharest, we have a city of 3 million people. And it's divided up into sectors. So we have six sectors. It's kind of like a pie, if you can imagine, like a pie. That's how every sector of the city. And one of those sectors is huge, like 200,000, 300,000 people. And what do we want to do? We want to plant churches in each of those sectors. We want to build a Bible school. We have a building fund that we want to start up. And so we can have a Bible school and a church headquarters for our church there to reach the nation of Romania. Because what should we do? Should we just stay there? Or should we keep on going and believing what God has for us? I'm thankful for the vision of our pastor. I'm thankful for the vision of men of God. This building didn't just build itself. People, you, we just didn't come to the church on a pew. This, these pews didn't build themselves. The, the church didn't clean itself. Someone had to come and go and do the work of God. I want to... Praise God for all the people in the church that does something for the word of work of God. Amen. Let's give them a hand clap of appreciation. Thank God for the people of God in our church. Thank God for people that go. Thank God for our musicians that sing and worship the Lord. Come early to practice. Amen. Thank God for our sister that is at the door that greets people. Oh, thank God there are people that go that are mission-minded. Oh, I'm thank God for people like Abraham. I said, I'm not going to stop here. I'm not just going to dwell or live in Haran the rest of my life. But I believe God has a purpose for my life. And as I draw to a close here this morning, this evening, excuse me, I know that God has a purpose in each and every one of your lives. I know that probably God has called you many times to places, and sometimes we feel like we cannot go any further. But I can promise you, just keep going in Jesus' name. When God calls you, as a quote that I, I, I love so much, it says this, God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. I love that. Because there's many times, to be honest, that I don't feel like I'm good enough. Maybe you feel the same. You know, God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. So if you're called, you're going to be equipped and empowered by the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, like our brother was talking about, 
I can promise you, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. Sometimes we don't know if you have the power to be a witness. Oh, but if you have the Holy Ghost, you have the power to be a witness. You have the anointing of the Holy Ghost. If you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, you have the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Oh, you have the name of Jesus. You have the name of Jesus over your life. You have the Holy Ghost living inside of you. You don't have to dwell in Haran. You don't have to dwell in that barren place. You can rise to your feet and say, Oh God, send me Lord. I will go in the name of Jesus. So at the close of this my part of the service here today I just want to invite you to the altar and for you to pray today if you want to receive the Holy Ghost or if you want to receive a renewing of the Holy Ghost you can come to this altar and God can fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost if you need a healing today God can heal your body in the name of Jesus if you've been wondering why am I stuck here God can give you fresh vision a fresh calling a fresh anointing in the name of Jesus so I will like to invite you to come as we worship the Lord and praise the Lord. Let's just open our hearts to what God wants to do for the remainder of this service. Maybe God wants to call you to another place. Maybe God wants to lift you up out of a hard place. Maybe God wants to give you fresh vision. Maybe God wants, and I believe He does, to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can receive it tonight. You can be set free tonight because there's power in the name of Jesus. Oh, let's worship the Lord right now. Let's call out to Him right now. We're not going to live where we used to live. We're not going to live always in a bare, dry place. But God, I want to feel the rain. I want to feel the rain of the Holy Ghost in my life. God, I want because every feet, every place where I've put my foot, I want there to be a blessing for my generation, for my family, for my church. In Jesus' name, let's just reach out to the Lord right now. He's here in this place. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless, and we hope to see you on the next episode.